Matthew 6, verse 5. Whenever you pray, be sincere. Not like the pretenders who love the attention they receive while praying before others. You ever been at a meal and so-and-so got to ask to pray and now it's their turn to flex? And it's all the food is in front of you and they're trying to pray for Africa? And you're like, my man, I'm just trying to eat right now. Can you chill out on the missionary prayers? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just trying to eat, bro. Like, just at our, at our house, the way we pray for meals, true story. We lift up our glasses and we say to the king, and that is our prayer. Just don't judge me. That's our prayer. Because I grew up, I'm traumatized from my childhood, people trying to flex during dinners, okay? <laughs> While praying before others in the meetings and on the street corners. Believe me. They've already received their full reward. What's Jesus saying? He's saying their reward is other people being impressed with them, but heaven is not impressed with them. So their reward is they could get flattered by somebody, but God is not moved by it. That's why I'd rather take somebody that fumbled over their words with a sincere heart that's talking to God from a simplicity. I'd rather take that over somebody with eloquence. He's not moved by eloquence. Thank you, Jesus. But whenever you pray, Go into your innermost chamber in Los Angeles, translated, your car. And be alone with the Father God, praying to him in secret. And your Father who sees all you do will reward you openly. When you pray, there is no need to repeat empty phrases. Praying like those who don't know God, for they expect God to hear them because of their many words. Translation, you don't have to pray a lot of words for God to hear your prayers. You can just shorten that thing up. You can make it sweet and simple. You can get right to the point. God, I hurt. God, I'm broken. God, I need you. He's like, boom, I'm here for you right now. You don't have to keep on repeating the same thing. He hears you. There is no need to imitate them since your father already knows what you need before you ask him. And Jesus, I love this translation. He says, pray like this. I'm going to teach you how to pray. He says, our father dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is fulfilled in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider of all we need each day. Oh, I love that. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulation, hashtag COVID-19, and set us free from evil. For you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. Another way that you might have heard it said before, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. For thine is thy kingdom and thy glory and thy honor forever and ever. Amen. I don't know how you heard it. Maybe you've never heard that before, but it really just starts with saying, God, I'm going to praise you before I petition you. I'm going to praise your name before I ask you for anything. This is a biblical principle. This is just a life hack. Like when I was a kid growing up and I wanted to go stay at somebody's house, I'm like, Dad, how you been? You look good. Did you, have you lost weight? Would you shoot in golf? You're amazing. You preach so awesome Sunday. Wow. Can I go stay at Johnny's? Praise before petition. And he actually models a whole way 
to pray. And I'm so excited that we're going to go through this pamphlet because we are actually going to become a praying church and we're going to actually walk through the model template that Jesus, Jesus just modeled right here. I want to preach a message today right down the title. It's called The Secret to Successful Prayers. The Secret to successful prayers, and I want to teach you today four secrets to successful prayers. You need these tips. You need these points. You need these truths so that your prayers can be unleashed. The secret to successful prayers. Come on, let's bow our heads and let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We worship you. We thank you that you're listening. We thank you that you don't want to show. You don't want us to act religious. God, thank you that we don't have to impress you. Thank you that you love us. You listen to us. You hear us. And we receive right now your grace. We thank you, God, that you are in the know of all of our needs. We are listening to what you have to say. I pray over Vision Sunday, we will run with the vision, be obedient to the vision, and we just, we vow, God, we will be those that turn to you and pray about everything. We're praying even for the Lakers in Jesus' name. And everybody said, come on, let's clap one more time and thank God. I'm going to give you four things to write down. Write down number one, anyone can pray. The secret to successful prayers right away when I say secret everybody's like oh gosh I love secrets you ever be with somebody who's like hey I haven't told anyone this yet you're the first person I'm telling what is it about my body that starts to go wow you can really tell secrets wow like I just get excited I'm just like oh yeah first to know hey, this is a secret. It's not out yet. I just like, what? Tell me more. Yeah, nobody knows this yet. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm in the know of the secret. This is fantastic. Secrets to successful prayers. I want to give you the secret. And the secret is there is no secret. There is no like hidden, you get behind the closet, you get behind the door, and you get the key, and you're like, wow, that is the, I never knew that. No, Jesus is like, here it is. This is how I, Jesus is like, this is how I pray. You should, you should probably pray that way. There is not, he's not going, there's levels and layers and you can, you can graduate and if you get X amount of money or memorize X amount of verses, you could get to this level. He's like, no, no, here it is. Number one, anyone can pray. It is not for the perfect. It is not for the chosen frozen. It is not for the ones that come to church. Anybody can pray. What I love about Jesus is he is for anybody. It's not for a certain ethnicity or socioeconomic background. It's not for one language or one tribe or one country or one city. It's for anybody. Anybody can turn to God. Anybody can turn to Jesus. Oh, I love this. Look at this verse, Second uh, Chronicles 7:14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. If. The only secret is if. If you choose to pray, God's going to listen. If you want to talk to him, he's going to show up. 
If my people, you're a son and you're a daughter of God, good news to you today. Bigger than your last name, you're a son and a daughter of God. He says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. The reason why prayer is walking in humility, because it's admitting, if I could have sorted this, I would have already done it. But I can't pay my bills, and I can't heal my own body, and I can't restore this relationship, and I can't make this decision without you. And I need, so I got to humble myself and say, God, I need your strength. I need your wisdom. I need your provision. So if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Get in the Uber and pray and get before God. God says a few things. He says, number one, I want you to first know I hear from heaven. I forgive your sin and I will heal your land. That is the power that's unleashed in your life when you get in the Uber and you start to pray. Is that God first says, I just want to make sure you know, I'm, I'm, I, like, I hear you. Yeah, you ever be at a restaurant and people are talking next to you and you're not trying to eavesdrop, but somebody's like way too socially unaware, so you have to eavesdrop? You're just like, wow, I know everything about you. And I wanted to know nothing about you. Interesting how that worked out. And then there's like the difference, like you overhear something, but then like you're listening for something. Like the other day, we had an earthquake, 4.6 in Los Angeles, and our house is rolling. Julie wakes up, chat, and I'm, li- and I'm like, huh? huh? And then, like, it settles, and then I'm, like, listening for my boys. Like, are they going to run into our room? I'm just, like, my ear's like, they good? When you pray, God's listening. He hears you. He's not like, I I got a lot of people I'm trying to pay attention to in this crowded city, in this crowded nation, in this crowded restaurant. No, he's listening to you. His ear is bent to the cries of his children. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and get in the Uber, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive your sins. This is so powerful because a lot of people don't pray because they feel so dirty about themselves. They feel so much shame, so much guilt, so much condemnation. They're like, I'm terrible. I'm the worst. How could I pray? How could I talk to God? The, the reason why you can talk to God is not because you're so good. It's because he's so good. The reason why you have free access to the father is because no good father would ever limit the access of his children. So if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, I will hear their prayers, I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. Maybe God is calling Zoe to pray about everything because we need so much healing in our country. We can't receive the healing that our hearts need, that our city is crying out for, and that our nation is in desperation for till we pray. Because the first thing that happens is he hears. And the second thing that happens is he forgives us. He forgives us of things that we didn't even realize we did. Comments that we made, people that we've hurt, people that we've ostracized, people that we've, we've let down. God forgives us of our mistakes. And then he pours oil on hearts that are broken. The first thing you need to know is that God, he says, anybody can pray. 
Anybody can pray. One of my favorite stories is there's, Jesus tells a story about these two guys that come into church, and this one guy's like, God, I'm so grateful that I'm not like so-and-so and not like them and not like those people, and just thank you, God, that I'm better than everybody else. That is arrogant Christianity. So the guy, he comes to church, he's got his head down. He's like, God, will you just forgive me? I'm, I made a mistake. I'm not the man I'm supposed to be. I just, I keep on failing. And, did, and Jesus says, let me ask you a question. Which guy left justified? The one that was self-righteous or the one that said, God, I am a sinner in need of a savior. God, I need your grace and need your help. Come on, Zoe. We're not praying because we're perfect. We're praying because he is the prince of peace that helps us in our time of need. So number one, anyone can pray. Write down number two. Prayer is simply talking to God. Love this about prayer. We, a lot of people don't pray because they're like, I just, I'm, I, it's too lofty. It's too, I, I don't know how to. You ever been in a circle and you're like, hey, Joe, Joe, how about you pray? And Joe's like, oh, 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 Never done this before. Never done this. Uh, okay, let me give it uh, my best shot. Um, and you, everybody's just feeling like, shoot, why'd you do that to Joe, man? <laughs> like, no one's ever like, man, Joe, you really let us down. I'm always mad at the host, like, how come you didn't know that about Joe, man? That sucks for Joe. Like, Joe's in a tough spot now. Have you ever been there? I think people are intimidated by prayer because somehow in our weird subculture of Christianity, we've made prayer a performance. (laughs) Prayer is simply talking to God. The last time I checked, you don't talk to your best friend. Ah, best friend, how art thou today? I love you, a bushel and a peck. No. When we talk to our friends, we talk normal. Maybe for you, maybe pray about everything is you ought to start a contact in your phone named God. Name it Jesus. And you just start texting your prayer to God. Because God is not looking for the fake you. He wants you to praise the real you. You know, like just how you talk and how you feel it. Prayer is simply talking to God. It's just talking. It's just like, here's all my stuff. Here's, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm thinking. This is, um, this is the real me. Thank you that I could be honest with you. Thank you that there's a, a safety here and I could be transparent. And, and um, God, I just, I hate this. <laughs> and um, it's hard and I am frustrated. And as if God would be like, whoa, whoa, slugger. That I wasn't prepared. Uh, I'm gonna go hang out with Gabriel, the archangel. We'll be back. No, he 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 already knows. He's watching your every move. He knows when you stand up and when you sit down and when you go out and when you come in. He is fully acquainted with all your ways, more than the sands of the sea. So are the thoughts of the Lord towards you. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He has numbered all your days. He is obsessed with you. He thinks about you. He is for you. He has prepared brand new mercy for you. And there's nothing that you're telling God that God's like, are you, wait, what? He knows. And he just wants you to simply talk to him. If you're better at talking out loud, 
talk out loud. If you're better at writing, write your prayers. If you're better at texting, some of you have the gift of texting. I get a text from you, I'm like, wow, great text. That was great. Text God. The point is not how it comes out. The point is that a prayer does come out. Anybody can pray. And prayer is simply talking to God. Just two verses that will encourage you today. 1 John 5, 14. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So in other words, when you pray and it aligns with God's will, Again, there's some things that you pray for, and you're like, I'm mad at God. He didn't answer my prayer. Eh, let's just be honest. You prayed something that probably wasn't his will. My son's in the back seat like, God, I want a phone. I'm like, I can just save you the time. He's not going to answer that prayer. It's not in line with his will. If you pray anything that lines up with his will, his will is that you're blessed. His will is that you flourish. His will is that you got purpose. His will is your provision. His will is that you're healed. Come on, clap today. If you're thankful, I can pray with his will. Watch this next one. I love this. 1 Peter 3. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. It's the worst right now in COVID-19 because so many businesses close early and they open late. Hashtag Blue Bottle, my favorite coffee shop. They used to open mad early and they used to stay open till 6 p.m. These are great hours. But now I got to wait till 7 a.m. I need my coffee at 6. I'm ready to go get a coffee sometimes at like 5 o'clock for that, you know, evening crunch time as a parent. And all of a sudden it's like we close at 4. I'm like, this is not good. What I love about prayers, it's open 24-7. You can pray whenever you want. You're like, uh, on the Enneagram, yeah, I'm a creative. I, I'm up all night. Good. So is God. Pray. Maybe you're like, I'm linear. I get up early in the morning. I'm driven. Cool. God's up early too. He is open to listening. He is open to helping. He is open to helping your situation anytime, any day. Write down number three. I love this. Jesus taught us to pray. So the reason why we are spending time talking about prayer and we're going to spend a whole year praying about everything. By the way, I'm very excited. If you live in Los Angeles, we are going to start praying once a week. We're going to give you more details at Heart and Soul. Heart and Soul this Wednesday night. You do not want to miss it. Heart and Soul. Vision Sunday is where we hear the vision. Heart and Soul this Wednesday is when you learn how we walk out the vision. And I want to just tell you, we're going to start to implement more prayer times corporately where we can gather together and pray. Because Jesus taught us how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. What's that saying? It's not about me, it's all about what you want. Give us this, 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 this bread, our daily bread. God, I need you today. What, what's it saying? I rely on you for my provision. You are my provider. You are my source. The reason why I tithe is I'm acknowledging I didn't, I didn't make up my gifting. I didn't make up my talent. I'm not, I, I didn't make up all these relationships. You are my source. Give me my bread, my daily bread. I am daily dependent upon you. Forgive me my sins as I forgive. Have you noticed how good you are at sinning? Come on, let's be honest. It's like, dang, you're really good at it. Like, you good at sinning. Like, wow, how'd you get to be so good at sinning? 
like you're secretive and deceitful and you got issues and you, wow, you are so good. How'd you get to be a master at making mistakes? It's because you were born into sin. I didn't teach any of my boys, son, this is how you're selfish. They born selfish. They born fighting. So that's why we need to pray every day. God, will you forgive me my sins? Because I know I'm not perfect. I know I've fallen short. I know I've, 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 I've not been the man that I want to be. I know that I've, I didn't fulfill all my vows. I, God, I, will you just, isn't it amazing how easy it is for, to forgive others when you yourself, you know you need forgiveness? So it, when he taught us to pray, he said, ask for forgiveness. And then God always asks us to give away what he gives us. I give you peace, give away peace. I give you comfort, give away comfort. I bless you, be a blessing. I give you forgiveness, give forgiveness. Forgive me my sins as I forgive those who have trespassed against me. And lead me not into temptation. That's just a good prayer right there, right? Hey, God, I know that I, there's, there's some temptation in my life. There's some things that I, I, you know, I used to fall victim to. I used to be addicted to. I used to be prey to. But, God, will you, I just acknowledge temptation in my life. And, God, will you lead me away from that? I really don't want to be that person. I vowed to you I wouldn't be that. Will you, I'm tempted to gossip. I'm tempted to do this. We're filling the blank for you. But, God, will you lead me away from temptation and deliver me from the evil one? What a good prayer. Deliver me from evil and I just, I, I love the end, and all, all the glory goes to you, all the honor. He taught us how to pray. It's amazing. He, he taught us more in prayer than he did almost any subject. And he said, my house, the house of God will be called a house of prayer. I want to just give you a commitment. Every time you come to Zoe Church, we're going to sing about the love of Jesus. We're going to take a moment to pray for people's needs, and we're going to go to the word of God for direction. We're going to pray. Worship team, you could join me. Here's the last and the, and the, the fourth and the final one. We're going to pray all the time, anywhere, about, it, about it, anything. In fact, our theme verse for this year, Philippians 4, 6 and 7. I love how it reads in the New Living. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Go back to the top of that verse. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Pray about everything is scriptural. Pray about everything is God's word. We're going to pray about everything. Come on, we're going to pray about silly stuff. We're going to pray about big stuff. We're just going to pray about everything. Get used to it. We're going to just be prayer people. We're going to start to be prayer people. It's just going to be, but I pray about everything. Pray about it all the time. I got really into pickleball last couple weeks. I am on a group text called the Pickleball Boys. I'm just into this game. It's like tennis, but you only have to do 50% of the movement, so I like it. But I love pickleball because when I'm playing and the ball comes to me, I can just send it to the other side. What we're saying as a church is no matter what comes your way, we are sending it over to God. It's God's problem. It's God's issue. I'm not going to worry about anything because I'm going to 
pray about everything. I'm going to let it be in God's hands. I'm not strong enough to carry it. I'm not big enough to hold it. I'm not, that, I'm not that gifted or talented. I need the help of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to give to God what belongs to God. And that's all of my issues, all of my troubles, and all of my pain. I am going to pray about everything. And when I do, all of a sudden, that which was which was bogging me down, that which the enemy sent my way, to say, nope, I'm not going to carry it. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you tried to throw that at me yesterday. Nope, I'm good. Oh, oh stress? No, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Prayer could be your Uber, but prayer could be that thing that combats what the wicked one has sent your way saying we're not going to be bogged down by it. We're going to pray all the time. We're going to pray everywhere. We're going to pray about anything. We're going to pray. We're just going to pray. And you watch. You watch. Because all of a sudden, everything you've been praying about, you're going to start to see God move in your life. One of my favorite quotes on prayer is from D.L. Moody. He said, when I stopped praying, coincidences stopped happening. But you ever notice when you pray, it's like, I was just praying for that. I just prayed about so-and-so. I just asked God for this. And all of a sudden, it just alerts my eyes of faith to say, I see God moving here, and I see me, my God moving there, and I see God moving in this situation. Come on, Zoe. Anybody thankful that we're going to start praying and beseeching and going to God, and we're going to see God move like never before. I'm telling you, Vision Sunday, 2020, we're stepping into a year of prayer. We're stepping into a year of petition, and we're going to see God do what He wants to do in us and through us. Come on, stand to your feet in your house if you are grateful that God's about to show up and God's about to show off wherever you're at I want you to stand up I want you to live